I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. All right, so we left off with sixth grade, really towards the beginning of sixth grade, and we're in the midst of a series where we're learning that it's good to look back. Um, Looking back on our lives doesn't necessarily have to mean regret or shame um, or that we're not positive about the future, looking forward. What I have learned is that when we look back, we can see where God was at work. We can see the good that God brought out of any situation. And I say that hesitantly because I know there are some really hard situations. And it's not painting it pink with a bow on top. It's not saying that hard times aren't still hard. It's just saying that God's always good. And he's always at work. Um, One of the very first Bible verses that my mom wrote in my childhood Bible in the front. Still there. I still have the Bible. I'm fortunate that I do. Is Romans 8.28. And it says, For all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. And what a life verse. One of many for me, but I've seen that play out time and again. And so that's what this story is about. I want to preface to... I am a writer, first and foremost. I enjoy this podcast, and I like finding topics to talk about. And certainly, um, there are individuals, mostly younger than me, who like to listen to podcasts more than they would maybe pick up a lengthier book. So, really, my ministry has just become about finding all kinds of ways to remind you that there's traces of faith everywhere in all our relationships, in everything we do, certainly in our families and within us. So, March of 2020, my daughter was in sixth grade. We had just gotten back from a trip to St. Louis. I work a basketball tournament there each year, and my daughter often goes with me. I think she's missed one year, maybe. Um, she had went with me and I have to go back and look at the calendar. Maybe within a week, school shut down. They sent the children home to learn virtually. I sit on our local school board. And so we had several meetings about what that might look like. Um, 
even very early on, we had individuals who would debate over masks or no masks, um, when to bring the students back. Um, Thank you for keeping the kids safe. We heard from teachers. There were lots and lots of voices, and one of the jobs of a school board member is to listen to all the voices and then consider each and every child and try to make a decision that is best for the most children. Um, In this case, it couldn't be the best for every single child. My daughter did well virtually. She is a committed, devoted student and um, enjoys learning, and I would say it comes pretty easily to her as well. So virtual schooling was fine. Quarantining was weird. It was weird, right? (laughs) Um, Our neighbors have horses, and they had a, oh gosh, mule. Yes, it's a mule, not a donkey. They had a mule that they wanted to have ridden more. My daughter wasn't very experienced with horses, but liked them okay and enjoyed going down to the neighbors. And with all of that free time, she began riding the mule that they had and loved it at first and would braid the mule's hair. I just saw a picture the other day. Maybe I'll look for it for this episode of her working on the mule's hair. And eventually, mules can be stubborn, and it would almost buck her off, or it would, you know, kind of do some tosses with her and kind of left her nervous, and then it would kind of hurt her feelings, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why? So there was um, that dynamic going on, uh, still some friendship struggles that got way weird whenever quarantine started because so many people were not getting together. We weren't going out socially for the most part. And so I watched her distance herself further and further from her friends at school. And she turned to reading. She was already a reader of sorts, but she really turned to reading. And she was spending a ton of time in her room reading I'm a reader, so I was excited about some of that development, but also had an instinct about the fact that maybe, maybe it wasn't quite right. Maybe there were other reasons why she was going into a room and just reading. I think looking back, it was probably where she felt safest in a world that was topsy-turvy in all kinds of ways for her and globally for the rest of us too. I think her mind started um, being a little overactive. I mean, it probably already was, but we all know we had lots and lots of time with our mind in overdrive, right? So I think some of that development happened too. And just one more story as we kind of um, unpack what I started to sense as a mom, what I was seeing kind of the the distance that she started to have from us and the rest of society, some of it for reasons beyond our control. But she was um, always enjoyed her youth group, and I was so, so thankful for that because I know sometimes that is something that 
parents have to decide. Are we going to force them to go to youth group? Are there people their age? Are they comfortable? She did and does like her youth group, even though sometimes even that has become socially a lot for her. Still deciphering kind of how introverted our introvert is, if you will. So during COVID, one night of youth group, they were going to have a Zoom call. They were trying to do something, right, to get kids engaged. And it seems like one time they did like a scavenger hunt over Zoom, so different things. But this was pretty early on. They did a Zoom call, and they just sent out... It wasn't on social media, like it was a semi-accident, but let's say via private message. I don't remember how they sent it out. The link to Zoom, and at the time they didn't have like a password or give you permission to enter, that kind of thing. Zoom was still pretty new, so we didn't know sometimes to put all of those restrictions in place. I'm working very hard to assure you that I don't think this was anyone's fault, but it happened. So she was on the call with Um, her youth group, let's say, I don't know, 15 to 20 kids. And somebody came on the call that was like a creeper, basically, and had inappropriate pictures to show (laughs) to the youth group. And so, you know, she shut the computer very quickly, came inside to tell us, you know, super innocent sixth grader that was like, oh my gosh, somebody just came on our youth group and was telling us the story. And I remember kind of feelings of anger, like here we're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to get our kids through a situation that no one has lived through before. If I heard the word unprecedented one more time, I was going to scream and a creeper (laughs) comes along on Zoom. So lots of prayer, lots of time together in the look back version of things so much I'm thankful for for during that time we played a ton of board games we did some cooking and baking we would binge watch series of movies um, lots of good times but with my mama I I kept watch for continued changes in my little girl and tried to navigate what messages they were sending me. So that was the end of sixth grade. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith, Facebook and Instagram, Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.